If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Let's bring in uh, Ted Crisanis, tech journalist. He is with us now uh, by Ted.com, by TeddyK.com to find out more. Ted, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Good. Good to hear from you, Scott. How are you? Good. So what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Is this overreaction? Is it uh, about time? Um, And where where do you think this is going? Is this just uh, a matter of time before it ceases to exist? Well, there's a bit of a domino effect going on here. This is not the first time we've seen something like this happen. India was the first country that I'm aware of that put out a ban uh, back in 2020. Taiwan followed last year. Uh, We've had the European Union do it. Uh, we know about you know the U.S. at the federal government level has done it. Some states have as well. Uh, so it's a bit of a domino effect, but I think it's also preemptive, right? It's like, okay, well, if these other guys are doing this, then maybe we should as well. And of course, as you mentioned, I think in the intro, you can't you can't discount the geopolitical element of this because that's I think that's a huge part of it. Uh, I think there's a viewpoint that. Whether it's right or wrong or accurate or not, it's hard to tell, especially with a country as opaque as China is, whether or not the symbiotic relationship that is alleged between corporations there and the the government there is, in fact, as tight as it's alleged to be. I don't know if it is. I'm not sure if the people who are instituting these bans know that either. But they're maybe hedging their bet that if they are right about that, that at least they made a move early. Uh, so does this make any sort of dent in a company like TikTok? Um, uh, obviously, it's worldwide. This is a small uh, player, uh, a small amount of, of users, I guess, when you come to federal devices. But if, like you said, the domino effect starts happening in other countries, other organizations uh, ban it from their from their platforms, from their devices and such, will this have some any sort of monetary effect on them? Not in the short term. I mean, in the short term, definitely yeah. not. And the reason why is simply because the people who use TikTok, especially the demographics that use it the most, they don't they don't really care about geopolitics yeah. by and large, I imagine. Um, and the corporations that like to advertise to those demographics are going to have a hard time pulling away from the dollars, you know, the money that comes in from all that. So. Uh, money, as we know, usually talks in these situations. And I, I just, first of all, I can't see a flat out ban. Like, for example, I can't see the Biden administration or any administration, in the U.S. government basically saying, OK, you know, we're just banning this platform completely from the country. We just can't run it. Uh, there'd be lobbying against that that I'm sure would make sure that that never happens. And also, I don't know how effective that would be because people would still access it anyway. Right. Like you can say you can try to ban an app, but people are still going to get to it, which is exactly what happens in countries that have these types of authoritarian policies. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bit of an irony here. Google. Uh, sorry. Um, China bans things like Google, but there are users in China who access Google using VPNs and other methods. So it's it's interesting how, in a way, this kind of this kind of mirrors the sort of thing that China does with apps it doesn't like. Uh, obviously, we saw the uh, Five Eyes remove Huawei from any sort of backbone in their 5G systems. Eventually, Canada did file suit, although I think the corporations moved on well before that. Um, what's the difference between this, uh, you know, the TikTok situation and the Huawei situation? 
So to me, uh, the Huawei case was a, the issue they had with Huawei was on the the commercial side of the business, meaning the part that was building infrastructure, telecommunications infrastructure, uh, you know, antennas, things like that. That the the concern was okay if this company is building all this technology, you know, all this equipment, this hardware. How do we know that they might not be able to, you know, might not be a backdoor that they can tap into? Now, that had never been proven. Uh, th- there was no smoking gun or, 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 you know, that that proved that. But that was the concern there. Whereas with TikTok, what you have is an app. that's So it's a, more of a user-generated situation where the, the concern is that they'll somehow tap into the data that people are, are creating by using, by using the app and consuming the app. Um, so both both issues or both concerns were data driven, but they were driven in a different way. One was largely hardware, the other is largely user based, and and so they're it's kind of they're they're I don't know if you they're conflating the two, but I, I get your point because I feel the same way in that it, it is a lot. It's kind of going down the same lane uh, that the Huawei thing was, and uh, I'm not sure though how this will turn out because Huawei, you know, people weren't really weren't connected to Huawei in that way. Right. Whereas with TikTok, you try to take it away from people. I, I don't know. I feel like there would be a backlash. <laughs> yeah. Coming into, into my house, you'll see that right here with the kids. Uh, what about replacement? Why is someone not just coming up with the next great TikTok replacement? Be, well, because TikTok replaced something else. I mean, TikTok, if Facebook was most concerned about TikTok, which is why they lobbied against it. Facebook, Facebook loves that TikTok is banned. In, in certain respects, right? Um, Facebook would welcome a blanket ban on TikTok because it helps their business. So sooner or later, there's going to be something else that comes along that is going to compete and disrupt TikTok and what it's doing. We don't know what it is yet, but it, it is going to happen because inevitably that's that's how it's been. And we've already seen that happen, right? I mean, Facebook came, TikTok comes along, does it better and seems to just uh, engage with people in a different way or they engage with it in a different way, and well, here we go. Uh, we have something that's really disruptive that happens to come from a country that is also in geopolitical tension with with some of uh, some of the major powers of the world. So um, it, it's it's inevitable. Something else will come along. Uh, who that is, where it comes from, and when it happens is unknown. Uh, but um, but yeah, that's pretty much the trajectory that we can expect. Are people working on this right now, considering the attention this is getting? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they were working on it before because if you yeah. if you are a startup and you're looking at what TikTok is doing and you feel that you have a better way of doing it, you're going to pursue that because you're going to feel like, hey, their market's huge. It's still growing. We can probably get a piece of that, and if possible, if we are lucky and we do it the right way, maybe we can we can go viral and go big too. So, I mean, it's standard, right? Like every startup, or more or less every startup, has grandiose ideas about where they can go the sky's the limit and i don't think there's any anything changes as far as how some some companies that we don't know of right now uh, might be looking at this and seeing an opportunity ted chrisanis with his tech journalist tiktok drama continues ted thanks for the time and insight much appreciated be well thanks for thanks for having me same to you scott thanks for listening to the hamilton today podcast you can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from three to six on 900 chml and online at 900 chml.com